0: Across all of ESPN, we're kicking off V-Week on November 30th. We do it every year around the start of college basketball to honor our teammate Jim Valvano by supporting the V Foundation for Cancer Research, a foundation that he announced in his unforgettable ESPY speech so many years ago. And Jim's message of don't give up, don't ever give up, means even more to us this year than ever before. We're seeing it hit especially close to home with our beloved teammate and cancer fundraising champion, Dick Vitale, and his recent cancer diagnosis if you're able join us today in supporting the v foundation for cancer research you can give by going to v.org donate now hello and welcome to the who collective podcast we talk about the NBA, which we're doing on monday afternoon joining us from los angeles where he's just done mba today and has a, a car to the airport coming 35 minutes. So we got to be quick, Marcus.
1: <laughs> What's up, brother?
0: We got to be efficient. Not quick, efficient.
2: I'm here. I'm <laughs> and joining,
0: ready. Joining us from Chicago is Jamal Collier. How's it going, Jamal?
2: Good, man. I'm just trying to, you guys do the efficient stuff. I'm just going to play my role right here in the corner. And, and if the ball comes to me, I got it.
0: Hit that three, man. There's a lot of guys make a lot of money in this league hitting threes in the corner. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the league right now, but I, I got something that I, that has just caught my eye that I've got to, I just, I really want your guys' opinion on. So, over the weekend, over the Thanksgiving holiday, we had two sets of courtside fans get ejected for stuff that they said to players. Uh, In Indiana, um, there's two courtside fans who got ejected for um, what they said to LeBron. Um, I don't know for, uh, for, uh, for sure what was said, but reports are that it had to do with his family. We'll just leave it at that. Um, and then on Sunday in Memphis, uh, a fan got ejected because he was talking about uh, it ju- the report from the Daily Memphian said the Kardashians. I don't know if I assume it was Khloe Kardashian, but talking about um, Tristan's longtime girlfriend. Um, I don't know if they're engaged or but they have a child together. Um, and Spears, I just want to ask you, you've been around a long time. You're not that old, right? But you've been around a long time. Um What do you think is appropriate and crosses the line for what can be said? Because LeBron was obviously put out and not happy at all with what was said to him. And um, considering the circumstances around it, I understand it. But but what do you think is, uh, you know, what do you think the line is with the fans in today's situation?
1: Brian, I, I think you covered the 2010 NBA Finals, correct? I did. Okay, and I don't know if you remember this or caught it, but when Lamar Odom, who was dating Khloe Kardashian at the time, was at the free throw line during some games in Boston, or at least one of the games, they started chanting ugly sister to Khloe, about Khloe. And it it wasn't anything like that the, the security could do because it's too many, it's too many people, too many people. Like, how do you yeah. pinpoint like in Boston? I mean, if, if you a Celtics, Celtic, they got your back. Once you play for somebody else. Oh, my goodness. They don't care who you are. They, they're going to, you know, fi- try to find something. And it was sad. They were chanting ugly sister after the game. And Lamar was, uh, you know, asked about it. And he, he didn't comment. I got it. And but I, I just think that got to keep it to basketball. And uh, there was a great guy named Robin Ficker in Washington who was hilarious, and he, he was oh, talking yeah. about stats, and he he might tell some funny stories about you, but it never was like personal. And I, I you know, I, I think anybody who was married or in a serious relationship can relate. Like, man, once you cross that line, you start talking about my lady at my job. Like, it's at, they, it's at their job. Right. Um, you should go. But if it's a group of people, like, how do you stop that?
0: Yeah. I, I you know, I don't know if it's uh, happening more. Obviously, uh, there was that fan in Atlanta last year, right when fans were being allowed back in with the limited courtside seating and uh, got kicked out again with LeBron, had the whole thing. Um, I don't know if it's, you know, with everything that comes back. That people are just being more emboldened, or this is this the same, it's always been, and there's two this in three days. So we talk about it more. But um, I don't know, Jamal. You know, back when I used to sit courtside, um I was always sort of impressed when some fans would come up with some creative, uh, creative uh heckling, because they yeah. had done their had done their homework. Um, and I I'm all for a creative heckle, but lowest common denominator or or wishing ill on your family that's a rough one and there, and there's a, there's a card at every seat in every arena there's a, a a flyer or a card or whatever that says that you can and can't do um and, but, it's, but it's 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 become a thing right now in the league
2: yeah but i mean like i, I i'm with you man i mean it's just whack to me like there's so many like different creative chants or ways to to go about it. And like those things are fun, right? Like they're at same at, at Bulls games, especially we're right there courts out under the basket. And mm-hmm. um, you know, you just you like I, I look forward to that, right? When somebody says something that makes me chuckle or, or says something that's like, wow, you you really did like you said, did your homework on this and um you know there's this an obvious line across like an obvious line that people people know what the line is, right? Like you know Stuff that you wouldn't say to somebody's face, <laughs> you know, that you wouldn't go up to somebody and, and say right. um that you feel comfortable yelling from from wherever. That's away. actually it's a just, pretty good.
0: Like, that's actually a pretty good rule of thumb. If you wouldn't yeah. say it to the with the player when he was talking to you, like you might say, "Hey man, you choked." You might say that to a player. I mean, you know, maybe yeah. not in the hallway but Stuff your free
2: throws up, yeah.
0: Yeah, you might say that, or uh, you know, but yeah, I'll bet you, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good, you know, but just we had the, the stuff a couple of years ago with um, the guy throwing the water ball at Kyrie. Um, was that was that was that in Boston, Spears? I think it was in Boston, right? And um, hmm, I'm
1: trying to remember,
0: yeah, it's just um, I, I'm not I'm not happy about the because, Russell Westbrook
1: uh, stuff, you know,
0: yeah, well, that's just not acceptable in any sense of the word, but like. Yeah, it's just, I, I, it's not a good trend. It's just not a good trend. And, um, you know, I... I and and, I, 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 and they just, should appreciate
1: the luxury of even being at games now. Right. Like, I was in the bubble, man. <laughs> I, I It was friends and family crowd, you know, like...
0: Literally, uh, friends and family. You know, yeah. uh, this last weekend, there was the college tournament at uh, Disney Wide World of Sports. And um, it was the first time, you know, I'd seen a game there since um, obviously since the bubble. And it, I mean, clearly, they didn't have the wraparound scoreboards and everything and the, and the lighting. But it's almost unbelievable that looking at that in its normal setup, that that was the court that they played the finals on. Oh, yeah. I didn't even,
1: Brian, I saw that highlights the other day. I didn't even recognize the place.
0: Right, right. would you have ptsd if you went back to disney world
1: you know what i want to go back i you know what i think i was one of the few people that wasn't cracking you know mentally and and i'm not going to put you know my colleagues out there but (laughs) i'm and brian we talked about this before i made a point to make my room uh, a good place to be in in terms of things i love unfortunately one of the things i love is wine so i had a wine fridge and (laughs) I had a right. uh, you know, I, I made my own coffee every day. I had my iPad so I could watch the local news. You
0: you and Jimmy Butler.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had good coffee too, you know, and I didn't charge nobody. Um <laughs> and I had and my mom even sent me like a toaster oven so I could warm up food better. And I was you see how much I fish Uh-oh. now. Like I, I made right. the best you of are it, a so I, Yeah, I actually want to go back at some point. And go to my room and just sit there and talk to my (laughs) room again. That's amazing. (laughs) I I think in that room.
0: Yeah. How many many
1: days are y'all there? I was there for 90. I think Malika was there for like 110.
0: Yeah, she went early. I'll say this,
1: Malika Malika had the hookup now. Oh, really? Oh, man. She had the best room. I'm not going to put all her business out on the street. I'll let her (laughs) tell you (laughs) when she's on the podcast, but... Let's just say I don't think anybody had a better uh, hookup there than Malika. How's that?
0: Well, I saw—I remember seeing LeBron's room when he put some stuff on social well, not, media. Not
1: compared to the players, though. Okay. Obviously. Okay. I understand. But, like, I think, I think Lisa Salters – I will say this. Lisa Salters, understandably so, had a suite, right? And then when she left, she gave it to Malika. So that was, that oh, was a I nice see. gift that uh, Lisa Salters
0: gave her. I see. That's cool. Um, all right. Well, to, to coming to modern day, the modern day, the <laughs> end, um, we have a big game on Tuesday night in Phoenix. Uh, the Suns are going for 17 in a row. I think when when uh, they put this on the schedule, they thought, oh, this is um, you know two teams uh, that are should be pretty good, should be a pretty nice game for Tuesday night. This was not a premier game because otherwise. It would be actually, you know what? They're playing on Christmas, so maybe it was a premier game. But yeah, um, so Warriors Suns Suns are going for uh, their 17th consecutive win, um, which is just crazy. Um, the the Warriors uh, won Sunday in L.A. and that took them to 18 and two. So 18 and two Golden State for 17 and three Phoenix. Phoenix was 16 wins in a row. I mean, the Warriors have won what are they at they've won seven in a row in their most recent win streak so um the warriors are seven and one on the road which is really impressive they play more home games than road games and actually this is a start phoenix has an interesting run here phoenix has played um uh the same amount of home and away games but they've got 10 home games in december Whoa. so they and they play they play the the warriors three times so um that's um you know, they've got a chance to, to really, even if they lose this game, to really keep it going. So I'm heading out to Phoenix uh, Tuesday morning to uh, go to this game. Um, and the thing is, I, I, I was doing something on on Booker uh, that's going to run on ESPN.com on Tuesday, on uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul. They have been just incredible in the clutch this season. Um, the the Suns have had... Uh, nine games go into clutch situation, which is uh, less than five points in, in in the last five minutes of the game. Nine times that's happened to the Suns. They've come out with the win, eight of those nine. Devin Booker is shooting 73% from the field wow. in clutch situations, 60% on three-pointers. Uh, but when I actually went back and really looked at the numbers, I uh, really not the numbers, but I went back and watched some of their clutch situations. I mean, because because CP is shooting 67% in clutch situations. But as I'm watching it, what I'm what I've seen is that Chris Paul is playing and making some of the best decisions. Uh, even, even in his career of doing that, Spears, he's even playing at even a higher level at it he's got a five to one assist to turnover ratio in clutch situations this year. And he's shooting 95% at the line. Now this is pretty basic. This is hardly, you know, next level analysis. I agree, but it, it, one of my takeaways from watching how the Suns take care of business. These fourth quarters, Chris Paul makes his free throws. He goes to the line and makes his free throws. And there's, there's no give. They, 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 they don't yield at all. And considering that these two have only been together, 12 months that that trade happened in mid to late november 2020 watching them to watch them play together it's like they it's like i wouldn't say it's quite draymond stuff but you know they're in the same ballpark spears Dot com. Sign up today. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, on Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and, and I think, too, they got an extra chip on their shoulder because they kind of feel like people saw them as uh, a team that got to the finals from the def- uh, default, but they didn't really deserve it. It kind of just worked out that way due to injuries and to the Warriors and the Lakers, Clippers and whatnot. So I think if there was one thing that came good out of losing that finals is one, they got the experience to playing on a high level. And then two, they feel disrespected. So it kind of made their focus better. and And I hate to say it, but. Uh, the Sarban nightmare um, probably helped them focus even even more because uh, they haven't uh, lost since that news came out, and uh, which shows you how much their focus is and how much they're worried. They're not worried about that; they're worried about playing. And so, I've been impressed with them. I talked to Chris Paul before training camp, and. He, you know how Chris is, man. He kind of has that Michael Jordan chip on his shoulder, to find something, and just a, yes. I think the lack oh, yes. of respect that you know Suns have received since doing such amazing things. I mean, you you don't even like we don't even talk about them as if they were in the finals. Really, like you know what I mean? We we still talk to them about them like they were just some decent team last year. I I don't think they've gotten their flowers from last season, and I think it's something that has burned their, their, their mentally. And they're, they're showing everybody that they are for real.
0: Yeah. Jamal, that's why I think these, I mean, you're not going to say anything in November, or December uh, really proves anything, but the Suns have also played an easy schedule to this point. I think they played one of the easiest schedules. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and they've been a team that's been very fortunate with injuries. They, they had the fewest missed games due to injury last year and this year, DeAndre Ayton missed a couple of games with a leg injury, but they've been healthy this year, especially uh, relative to some of the other teams. I mean, look at Denver for crying out loud. Denver is, you know, decimated uh, right now. Um, but uh, you know, but but you know, they've they play the Warriors three times here, uh, including Christmas Day, uh, Jamal. So the Suns are going to get a chance to have some. They've already got you know sixteen in a row is a pretty big statement, but they've got some opportunity to make a statement in the league as to where they are.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I think like one of the things too, like them taking care of business against all the <clears throat> lesser competition, but like, that's what good teams do, right? Like, it's they teams that aren't don't really shouldn't be on the floor with them don't have the same amount of talent. Um, you just you beat those teams and you beat them pretty soundly. So I'm just really I've been just really impressed with them. You know, I, I was skeptical as well with every as everybody else was kind of coming off. I think it's not just the finals run, but it's also like this team just came out of nowhere, right? Like, I, I be from them to go from missing the playoffs and one of the worst teams in the league and then making that big of a jump, I think people naturally expect some kind of just like regression um, or some kind of like coming back to earth there. And I think even before the season, when I looked at the conference and tried to examine where this team was at, like they just, they do everything well. Like, you know, Chris Paul, like you said, in crunch time and running your offense, there's a certain floor that you're always going to be at. Uh, Devin Booker has been really impressive. I'm really impressed of his shooting has even taken a jump from three He's up over 40% from three this year.
0: You know Uh, what? He he, was terrible. The first like six, five, six games of the season. So like, even like maybe not, maybe not quite a third, but he he's shooting these numbers and he got off to a bad start shooting the ball too.
2: Yeah. I mean, just like, you know, everything about them is just a solid, they don't, they're not going to play a bad player. Like you said, they, uh, DeAndre goes out and, you know, all of a sudden Frank Kamiski looked like he couldn't even be on the floor at times in the finals last year it's just you know filling in super well for them so I I, I really uh'm it, just impressed and sort of bought, bought in and this team being just a legit contender and just one of the best teams in the NBA like I don't really have any any caveats but I'm excited to see them against the Warriors a couple of times this month uh just to to just because I think it's gonna feel there's gonna be some fun games um and see how they stack up but um you know I I I think I, I'm all the way there as far as this team and and thinking that they are, you know, them and the Warriors as far as, like, the, the two best teams in the conference right now. Really?
0: Yeah, I mean, the Warriors are <laughs> just tremendous. Um, you know, th- the thing about the Suns is Monty Williams is, yeah. you know, we focus so much on offense. It's an offensive league at a lot of times. But Monty Williams has been, you know, really bounding away on the fact that they need to be, a top 10 defensive team. And that, you know, if you talk to him about their, about their, um, you know, about their play so far, especially their play in, in the clutch situation, he'll bring up the defense that they're getting stops at the defensive end. And that's where they're going to be, you know, you know, really tested uh, because, you know, yeah, they are uh, a top se- right now. They rank seventh in the league in offensive rating. So that's pretty awesome um but they have to to do it defensively and guess what they are number three in the league defensively uh and that's something that isn't getting talked about at all and mikhail bridges is a reason for that um chris paul is a reason for that deandre aiden is a reason for that jay crowder is a reason for that um they have a lot of guys who can get it done the defensive end and like before i looked that up that they were third. If you'd asked me if they ranked higher offensively or defensively, I said, well, you know, offensively, I mean, you know, they've got some, some real gunners, but you know, the warriors being, uh, you know, number, you know, they've been number one in, um, in defense all year. And right now they're number two to the jazz in offense, but you know, everybody says, Oh yeah. Warriors top three in both. Well, the Suns are top seven in both and Spears. That's the, that's the signature of a, of a, of a real contender. I mean, definitely no, Obviously they've gotten some breaks so that doesn't mean that they're not a worthy finals team and and worthy again.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's it's going to be um, it's, it's good to see Chris Paul and and staff play against each other again and it be meaningful, right? Um, oh yeah. Seeing like the only yeah. only thing I wish I wish Clay was there obviously. We we wish Wiseman was there because I wanted to see how the size that the Warriors do have, you know, counters with Ayton and and JaVel McGee. So we're we're not gonna get a total, I guess, evaluation of what Warriors Sons is. Um, but these two games and, and then I I guess golly, they're gonna play on Christmas like they're playing th- do they even play again after that like do they play yeah i don't
0: don't know i don't know i haven't looked it up but yeah so it's three times in like in like three and a half weeks
1: yeah Yeah. and so you know hopefully there is a game later on where because i do think this trend of those guys being so great is going to continue where we could see them play with clay with wiseman i mean like let's as odd as and Lakers fans don't want to hear this, you know, or Clippers fans or whatever, but it, they're very well could be uh, a Suns Warriors conference finals. And I'd I like to see both teams at full strength to see what that battle Royal truly looks like.
0: Yeah. Well, Steph, uh, is, even, Steph is hot too, man. Steph is hot yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, but even if you like, if, if somebody still has the opinion, right. that Phoenix backed into the finals or, or, of uh, you know, fortunate from circumstance last year. Like, I mean, a lot of those circumstances are still there, right? Like Denver's still got the injury kind of got injuries of mess there. We're not sure what's going to happen with Kawhi and the Clippers, uh, the Lakers, you know, enough less, less said about them to better. Uh, like, you know, they're, they're sort of our right in position by just doing everything well and having those, the, having that identity of knowing exactly what kind of team they have, like in, uh, in just good, like a very good position to sort of do the same thing and, and get back, uh, like you said, at least to the conference finals. I guess my only like, question with them is: I'm not sure if they're are they any better than last year. Like, is this just sort of the same team continuing what they've been, or do you think that they've sort of even reached another level? Because um, i have kind of gone back. I do. Back I do, if, I if, do if, like the
1: if, McGee pickup.
2: Yeah, he's been Get great. Some more size, and you know,
1: um, there. I don't have their roster in front of me. I feel like they added a veteran guard.
0: Well, That's Landry we, yeah is a guy yeah. that they traded for, and I he's had some, some more shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Cameron Payne has also been hurt and hasn't come back. Um, but, you know, yeah, how they, you know, there's it's just, there's sometimes where you just throw, you play great defense on Steph, Steph Curry, and it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, and I realize if you go back to that, you know, 15 to, to that 14 to 16 run, you can find some stats and some stretches of games where he is just absolutely white hot, unconscious, what he's been doing recently. I mean, he had a stretch where he had four games at a six where he made nine, three pointers. I mean, yeah. That's nine. that's yeah. And what you know it, what? what? It, he's,
2: wasn't that the he, stat that like, like other people in the league history, there's only like a yeah. handful of guys that have ever done it like three times in their career it, or something. He, right. He did
0: it in two weeks. He did four in two yeah. weeks. And, um, You know, and here's the thing, he's still shooting below what he shot last year. For the ones who get it done, Ranger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call or click ranger.com or just stop by. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. <laughs> I mean, I mean, people are like, oh my God, he's, he's back. I'm like, guys, I don't even know if he's.
1: Yeah, if he left, I right? He, I
0: don't know if he's totally hot yet. <laughs>
1: well, you know, Brian, you know what is different with him is that he's playing great defense, that he's yeah. taking the big matchups. And I, and I think a part of it is. He bulked up, got stronger during the offseason. And I think one thing that also helped him and Draymond is, although Draymond did play in the Olympics, like not playing in the bubble, uh, strike short in season, it gave them some rest that they both desperately needed, you know. And I remember Dale Curry once telling me that Steph has played more postseason games than a regular season like he's I think he's played over 100 right so that he said think about it he's like that's an extra season that my son has played but you now know,
0: talk, to, talk to LeBron about that
1: yeah right yeah <laughs> I mean LeBron can relate right like so now Steph who has gotten his body some rest has gotten his ankles some rest and uh Knock on wood for him, you know, he he seems like he's in a really, really good place physically and is stronger, too.
0: So he's listed and he has been listed for a really long time at 185 pounds. What do you think he actually is, Spears?
1: Well, I want to be surprised if he's at 200 now.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, he definitely when you look back to even, you know, 15, 16, look at him today. There's just no question. There's just no question. And my God, go back and look at him at Davidson to today. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, I, w- I would just ballpark 30 pounds every yeah. take, uh, cool. more. So, um, all right, well, that's going to be a good game. Um, by the way, the other finals team, we talked about them a little bit last week, but they've now won seven games in a row, Jamal. Um, <clears throat> you're with them a lot. You're practically every home game you've been on the road with them. Um, they've gotten healthier, um, spears uh was part of the story that uh, they signed their signed, they signed boogie cousins um it was funny spears you reported about how they did a workout in vegas um that's when you know like you know you may be out of the league but when you can get the bucks to come to vegas to watch you work out or maybe they wanted to come to vegas yeah. um
1: and the nuggets
0: oh the nuggets were there too
1: no, well different uh the nuggets worked them out last week i assume it was in vegas as well
0: okay yeah. Um. But they came to Vegas to work him out, and um. Uh, he signed. That is an indication. Well, Jamal, is that an indication that Brooke Lopez is farther away than uh, they hoped?
2: That's, that's certainly how I'm taking it. I mean, he had started, I think, a week ago to at least like get back on the floor. Um, and and it seemed like do some basketball activities, but uh, you know, I think Giannis has had had so much on his plate just in general, and especially earlier in the season, without playing the five and without other guys on the lineup that like if you can start taking some of that pressure off him and and some of the load off of him now, you know, why, why not do it? But I I do think that that is an indication that Brooke is probably still at best, you know, we're talking a few weeks away.
0: Yeah. Giannis at center is something though, man. I mean, I I know it's not, I mean, it's not something that you want to tax him with, but um, and look, Let's put it into perspective this winning streak. So they beat the Lakers. Who was healthy in that game? The game was in LA. Um, LeBron was out for that one. Right? Yeah, it was it
2: was in, in Milwaukee. Uh, but LeBron was out. It was in uh, everybody. Right. Yeah, but the rest of their guys were there.
0: Right. That was the start of that road trip. Okay. Uh, then they beat the Thunder at home. Then they beat the Magic twice. The Magic came there for a two games stand. They beat them twice. Um, then they played the Pistons at home, uh, and then they did play at Denver uh in that in Indiana in a two game and they swept that yeah. no Denver, no jokic, no jokic yeah no jokic no porter no murray obviously so um and then they they did pound the pacers uh, on sunday so look i mean it's not it's not exactly you know running the uh you know uh <laughs> a gauntlet of uh, what the suns are about to face the warriors but still um considering that they were struggling a little bit and at one point i think uh, had fallen You know, two games under 500 or so. Um, The fact that they're getting their feet underneath them, uh, I think, should be a bit of a uh, eye-opening thing for their Eastern Conference for sure.
2: I mean, yeah, despite you know all of that, they were six and eight before this seven-game win streak, and you kind of look up today and they're a game and a half out of the one seed. Uh, Their defense has been—they've been first in the league during this span. Uh, the seven-game win streak, and they're up to fifth in the league uh, over during the month of November. So it's like once again, like there's a, a reason to take your hands off the ban- a panic button for this team, right? Like when they've got Giannis, which also Giannis, Chris, and Drew, when those guys have all started uh, in a game this season, they still haven't lost. Um, is that right?
0: How many uh, games is that?
2: I, I, I believe it's nine and zero. Um, they were yes, nine and zero. Well, that's um, a this whole, that's
0: a good yeah. stat, Spears. <laughs> that's
2: yeah. a good. Yeah. Stat. <laughs> Uh, and so that's, that's just it, right? Like they still are sort of waiting to be maybe fully hauled. You want to get Brooke back. You want to Dante Di Vincenzo. I'm assuming is going to play at some point this season, still. uh But you know, even with with having those three guys, uh, and like you said, it's not been the sort of competition that would really you know, it's not not been great competition. They've been playing, but. Once again, they've been taking care of those teams in the Bucs in the years past when they've been dominant. They just blow the doors off those teams. I mean, they were just very unkind to the magic <laughs> in those two games that they came to Milwaukee for.
1: Well, I'm, I, one thing I've been impressed with with the Bucs is watching Giannis. He, he's still doing what he wor- worked for him in the finals, yeah. which is going in the post, using his size, getting easier buckets, he still shoots that occasional three, but he, to me he's unstoppable when he's in the post. It's, it's when he you know, wants to go downhill and wants to shoot threes and wants to be a perimeter guy that I think he takes away his superpower and, and makes it easier for you know, opponents to deal with him and take offensive charges. But right now I think we're seeing that bull in the paint. And uh, I think a, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And um, I hope for his sake, he continues to play that way.
2: He's, he's also passing just extremely well. I think his, you know, his, his assist numbers have been right around career high or just, it's about, about the same as last year um, on an average basis right now, but it just feels like he's making the right read. Um, again, early on, people were sending double teams at him when Chris and, and, uh, and Holiday and Milton weren't on the floor, but uh, you know, I think just like he is just making the right pass every time. And if you can just if he can take another leap in that respect as well as a playmaker, um, you know, Grayson Allen just feels like it's just been wide open <laughs> every single time. Because, you know, people are obviously rushing to help on Giannis and Giannis can just find him perfectly in a corner like that is also just been an underrated league, Just very really strong pickup pick up for them um, that you just have another shooter that is going to be able to knock down shots when people have to overcommit to him. Hey, I got to run, guys.
0: All right, Spears. Um, thank you very much for, uh, for joining us. Uh, sorry we had a little bit abbreviated today, but we're glad that Spears could be here. Uh, thank you to Jamal. Thank you to Jackson, our producer. And we will be talking to you guys later this week.
1: And thank you, Brian. Thank you, Thanks,